And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Dweller in the Darkness. Is it my call? Well, you dealt, so I suppose we can't very well prevent you. What the dickens? Oh, the lights again? Oh, Mother, why did we take this house? Because you and your father went mad over the view and never gave a moment's thought to the arrangements inside. Well, but fancy anyone being so half-witted as to have a shilling in the slot meters for the electric light in a huge place like this. One really couldn't be expected to foresee that. I expect the fellow that did it had got tired of selling out his investments to pay the quarterly electric light bill. Well, I hope when he was reading, he enjoyed the light suddenly vanishing in the middle of a sentence. Giving the additional charm of obscurity to the literature of its choice. Oh, shut up, Henry. Phyllis, it's no good turning round on Henry and Mr Mortimer. You'd better go and put a shilling in the slot and let us get on with the game. The servants are evidently doing nothing. Don't suppose they know where the wretched things are yet. There's one on each floor. Give me a shilling, someone. Here you are. Have one of mine as well, to make sure of enough light to finish the rubber. You keep any little mental efforts you're capable of for following me suit and returning my leads, Henry. You'll save your shilling then, and a good bit more besides. She won't be a minute. I'm sorry for the interruption. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter a bit. bit. After all, one mustn't look a gift house in the meter. <laughs> I thought you took it furnished. Yes. But the rent's so low that it's almost a gift. The owner's a friend of my husband. Don't, Mortimer. Don't what, old boy? You touched my cards, didn't you? No. Sorry. I thought you did. What a rum thing darkness is. Oh, the light. That's better. One gets fanciful in the dark. I almost thought... Well, never mind. There we are. Now, Henry, we're after the money, remember? It's your call, Mother. No bid. I've not held a card this evening. Nothing like telling your partner all about your hand. One diamond. No. Why one plays this game, I can't think. Two? No, trumps! Ah, there she is again. It's the rubber. Game. Partner? No! All right. Three no trumps. Ah, I say. Really... What, not put them on the table and be done with it? No. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'll put them on the table if you like. There. Put yours down too, Henry. I'll play it from the table. Hmm. They get a grand slam. They can't help it. Look, every picture card in the pack. Surely I make my ace of spades. You might if you had it, mother dear. What do you mean, if I had it? Of course I've got... That's very strange. It'd be very much stranger if you had it, Mummy Darling, seeing that Henry's just put it down with his hand. Where? 
There you are, Mum. Spot the lady. Or I should rather say in these circumstances, observe the ace piece. Look, Mummy. It's all very well for you children to get above yourselves, but I distinctly saw the ace of spades in my hand just before the light went out. Really? I expect there's a bogey behind your chair, Mother. Phyllis, have you and Henry been up to some mischievous prank? No, really, Mrs. Viner. Henry, just... Count your cards, will you? Cores. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You've got fourteen, old boy. Right. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. By George, I have, though. Mummy, you dealt. Didn't you notice whether the cards ended wrong? Yes, they didn't. They came round to me. Henry, did you take one of my cards for a lark when the lights went out? No, Miss Viner, of course I didn't. Because, as a matter of fact, I felt a little tiny tug, but I thought it was imagination. So it was. Miss you. whose turn is it? Do you mind if we don't play anymore? Not a bit, only it leaves the rubber unfinished. Doesn't matter. Why? What's up, Henry? Well, since you've begun talking about tugs, I... I thought I felt something leaning over me when it was dark, honestly, and then I thought Mortimer touched my cards, and I i don't remember the ace in my hand when I first sorted it. Specs. Henry. What? Huh. That's better fun than bridge. Thanks so much. We live here, remember? But my dear Miss Viner, y- you don't believe rot like that, do you? Well, I don't know. What's that? Oh, Father, come in. You gave me such a fright. Nonsense, Phyllis. How could your father give anyone a fright? I've certainly never succeeded in doing so to you, my dear. Urquhart is here. Come in, Urquhart. Well, finished your game? We haven't finished, as a matter of fact. We've given up playing. Tired? No, Henry felt spooky. Felt spooky? That's curious, Urquhart, isn't it? Very. Why is it curious? Because of the ghost. Ghost, father? What ghost? Is the house haunted? Only by rats, I should think. But there's a legend about this room. This room? This very room. It's only a legend, you know. The man who lived here in the days of the Regency is the ghost. He was caught cheating at cards. There was a dreadful scandal. And when his friends had, one by one, cast him off and stalked out of the room, he shot himself in an agony of remorse, and now returns punctually every Friday night to maunder over the scene of his tragedy and expiate his offence. I know, (laughs) the usual story. The house agents make him up in hundreds. Oh dear, no. It's nothing so simple as that. He was a very alarming customer, immensely powerful, over six feet high with a curious round-shouldered stooping walk, almost like a hunchback. If you can imagine such a thing on a six-foot man. He had a very wicked reputation in the neighborhood. He used to go about armed with some horrible thing like a knuckle duster. He'd hit out with it on the slightest provocation. What's that got to do with cheating at cards? I'm coming to that. He had uncanny luck at gambling. He used to give parties regularly. Here in this room, I dare say at that very table. It looks old enough. Thanks awfully. Well, it's nothing to worry about now, Phyllis. One night, a 
comparative stranger was playing, someone who didn't perhaps realise his host's reputation and was unwise enough to query the fairness of the play. The host took one leap at him and hit him in the face with the knuckle duster. You can imagine the effect. It ploughed up the man's features as though they'd been peeled off, wiped out, obliterated. It killed him. And then he killed himself? No, fell down dead. Apoplectic seizure. How do you know all this about a furnished house? There's a book about it in the library. Picture of the man, too. I bet it was all faked up and put there by the house agents to catch romantic tenants who enjoy living with legends of all that kind. What? (laughs) Fella dies in a drunken brawl and then spends the following century hovering about in a drafty card room. Can you fill the draft, Mr. Mortimer? I beg your pardon. That was only thrown in a figure of speech, but really, one can't swallow that. I mean... A century is such a long time, isn't it? What do you think, Professor Urquhart? You're a scientist. I'm only a scientist because I refuse to form opinions without facts to go upon. I don't think anything, Mr. Mortimer. Still, it was funny tonight, changing the cards, I mean. I tell you, it was a misdeal. Wasn't it, Professor? I should always accept a natural explanation in preference to the supernatural. (laughs) Well... I've told you what I felt. Oh, you felt something then? I thought so, yes. I thought someone leaned over and touched my cards when the lights went out. Lights? When did the lights go out? Only on this floor, Daddy. The wretched slot meter again. Well, that's what I thought anyhow. Most interesting. We should test it, if you like. Fairly simply. Test it? Not, of course, whether you felt a ghost or not, but whether the psychists call the operating entities are present in this room, the forces that cause manifestations. Forces? What forces? Ah, I wish I knew. Some people think a sort of undetermined animal magnetism. Some think actually a discarnate human being. Discarnate human beings? Ghosts, in fact? Well, I suppose they might be called ghosts, but very harmless and practical-minded ghosts that juggle tea with tables, ringing bells, and in some circumstances, talk through trumpets. Instead of talking through their hats. (laughs) Like a great many people who believe in them. Quite true. You don't sound a very convinced believer in these forces, Mr. Urquhart. Believer is too strong a word. I think there's a case for investigation. Then let's investigate. By all means, if Mrs. Viner has no objection. Not at all. It thrills me. But how? What are we to do? It's perfectly simple, provided one of you has a mediumistic power. But how can we tell that? Most people have a certain latent potentiality. We shall know by our results whether we have a real medium among us. Or a real humbug. No, Mr. Mortimer, you're not to spoil it. All right, let's try. Bring the chairs around the table, Mr. Mortimer. Go between the two ladies, will you? They mustn't sit side by side thought it was a seance. Not a tea party. All right. I'll do it. We must relax our minds. No tension. Just empty them as much as possible. That fortunately doesn't take much effort in Henry's case. Shh. Don't be flippant. Mr. Mortimer may be as unconvinced as he likes, but we must none of us be flippant. I am the soul of gravity. Hands on the table, little fingers touching. Switch off the light somewhere. Thought so. (laughs) Only in the dark. 
Well, but after all, that's the main reason why we know so little. The forces can't work in the daylight. It deadens them. Or exposes them. Perhaps though the spectrum contains many equally curious qualities, and it's a strange thing that from time immemorial there should have been a tradition of the powers of darkness. Is everyone allowing his mind to be at complete peace? Then there is a mediumistic power. How do you know? Because of the chill on our fingers, like a, like a cold wind. Can't you feel it? Yes, I can. I mustn't talk about that draft again, I suppose, but there's a gale blowing on Quiet, the Quiet, Mr. Mortimer. Just give it a chance. Sorry. No! What is it? There's a, a cobweb on my face. It won't go away. No, leave it alone. That's one of the regular symptoms. Yes, the influence is growing. One of us is a powerful medium. Mother? Mother? She's asleep, I think. Then don't disturb her. Whatever you do, she must be the medium. It's all right, I suppose. Uh, what? Perfectly. Don't be an arse, Henry. What do you mean? You tilted the table. Don't! I didn't tilt the table. I will, though. L that's curious. What's curious, Henry? I, I, I can't move it. Uh, look, I'm trying as hard as I can. How, how can I look in the dark? Yes, but please, both of you, don't interfere with the seance. We may get something really out of the way. What makes it work like this? Unless someone is cheating, psychic force. Unless someone's cheating. Yes, that's what I said. It's a remarkable thing that these things never happen except when there's a loophole to a fraud. Let's try to reduce the possibility of fraud then. We'll go a step further. All take your hands off the table and join hands in a ring. Have you done that? Yes. Yes. Is anyone there? Henry, don't play the arse. I'm not, you fool. Quiet. If there's a message, will you rap again? So you've been troubled? Sign, please. Really, Mr. Mortimer, you are most unwise. It irritates them. Them? The unseen, the dwellers in the dark. Why do you assume the plural? Them or him, if there's only one. Usually there are more than one. But Mr. Mortimer makes this very difficult. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. There's very little use in going on. They won't say anything now. Wait, though. Perhaps we'll get something. Does that mean a message? How are we to read it? The alphabet? Very well. From whom is this message? H. A. R. D. Hard. Does that mean difficult? Well, go on. E. N. Harden. Is, is that a name? It is. Go on then. B. Y. Hardened by. No, it's not that. Wait. Is it Harden B? What Harden B? J. 
O H A John John Hardenby is that it John Hardenby that's the name of the man who cheated at cards yes but Erquad knew that so did you and I dare say Henry and Phyllis too it's in the book in the library Mortimer old boy you oughtn't suggest that we're spoofing I'm not and I'm quite sure the others aren't well then let's say that the habit of cheating appears to cling to Mr. Hardenby. You really shouldn't say a thing like that. These manifestations are believed to materialize through the medium in the form of physical substance. There are ungovernable forces unloosed. I do beg you not to provoke the unseen. <laughs> well, absolute rot. I notice the manifestations take jolly good care only to show themselves under a pair of stout boots. That's not under anyone's boots. That is the wind uh, blowing down a, a picture. Well, let's call it the wind, but do please refrain from calculated offense. Please, Mr. Mortimer, don't be foolhardy. To please you, Miss Viner, anything. Carry on, Professor Urquhart. I, I'm not sure that we haven't driven them or him away. Noise distracts them so. We can only wait quite still for a few minutes until there is a manifestation. Manifestation? Do you mean until something shows itself? I don't necessarily mean a materialization. That happens only very rarely when the dwellers in the darkness have something overmastering to achieve. There have been apparitions, of course, but we mustn't expect one tonight, after all the interruptions. Un unless... Well, unless uh, what? Unless they or he had some special purpose to serve. Such, for example, well, as... for example, as taking away doubt, Mr. Mortimer. Or punishing folly. Who said that? Oh, Mrs. Viner. Are you awake, Mother? Mother, is she still asleep? Apparently. Then how can she speak? It didn't sound like her voice, either. It didn't sound like anyone else's, and so... Quiet, Mr. Mortimer, you promised. But it was her voice, Mr. Lecroix. The sounds were made by her vocal cords, but whether she was using them or not is another... Uh, oh, you, you mean... Look here. I don't know what you others think, but I believe there's something else in the room. Don't, Henry. That frightens me. Whatever you do, control your fear. You must never let the unseen catch you afraid. There is something over there, by the window, behind. Look! It's the sofa, of course. It's not the sofa. It's some horrible, rounded thing. It's like a hunchback. It's blocking up all the lower part of the window. I'm frightened. Miss Viner, you mustn't. You really mustn't. You put yourself in their power if you show fear. But I can't help it. I'm afraid. It's moving. It's coming this way. It, it's coming at me. Someone, turn the lights up quickly. The light is infallible in restoring control. Go on, Henry. Turn it up. Right, I can't. The, the switch won't work. Won't work? I'll come. Mr. Herkwald, there's something standing just beside me. Oh, oh God, I've touched it. Here, let me do that light. Don't play the arse anymore, Henry. Get out of the way. I'm not in the way. They got out of the way. You, 
Robert, you are... Do it! In front of me! Get out of the way! Get out of the way! I'll let you out if you play a fool, alright? It's your own doing! Take it! What's going on? Mortimer, are you all right? Can someone strike a match? <laughs> Who's that laughing? I'll have this in a minute, uh, Henry. Uh, there are matches in my coat. Won't strike. Uh, there's a light on the landing, isn't there? I'll open the door. Now you can see a bit. What's that crouching over Mortimer? Don't be hysterical, man. There's nothing there. Got it. Oh, thank God for the light at last. Dear, I've... I've been asleep. What's the matter with everybody? What is it? Oh my God! Look at Mortimer! Turn him over, quick! Oh, no! Ah! Oh. He hasn't got a face! He hasn't got a face! Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind that is WBW Theater. <laughs>